Hey guys, today we're going to do part five of my series, how cognitive illusions prevent you from building the life that you actually want. So if you're just jumping into the series, here's how you can get caught up. I've linked all the previous parts above. In the introduction, I told you how cognitive illusions systematically prevent people from building the lives that they actually want. And they do this by causing people to make decision after decision based on faulty thinking. And once you know what these illusions are, you can combat them with signposts that let you know when you've entered the cognitive illusion zone and external structure to help you navigate through the illusion. And so far, we've done four parts. Part one was about cognitive illusion number one, anchoring to the negative. Part two was cognitive illusion number two, trying to do it right. Part three was cognitive illusion number three, making it personal. And part four was cognitive illusion number four, the hedonic treadmill. Today, we're going to talk about cognitive illusion number five, turning single data points into infinite trend lines. So let's say you want to get back into working out, and someone suggests that you start with five minutes on the elliptical every day. Do you say, ew, that's way too little. I'll never get anywhere if I just do that. Or let's say you just started a new job, and you go to make a proposal to your boss only for your boss to tell you that it would never work because of a bunch of things you actually didn't realize about your new company. When that happens, do you beat yourself up for not having known that ahead of time and looking stupid in front of your boss? Or let's say you're really well established in your job and things are actually going pretty well. Do you feel like you're only as good as your last meeting or your last result? A good result makes you feel like you're on top of the world. And a bad result makes you feel like you're the dumbest, least qualified person that has ever lived. All three of these are examples of your brain turning single data points into infinite trend lines. When your brain says, ew, five minutes a day on the elliptical is way too little. It's assuming that you're going to do five minutes a day forever. It's not accounting for momentum. It's not accounting for how over time, when you do five minutes a day, then suddenly you feel like doing 10 minutes and then 20 minutes and then 40 minutes and then an hour. It's not accounting for how a small start snowballs into something bigger. When your brain says, I should never have made that proposal. It just showed my boss what an idiot I am. It's assuming that you're going to look like an idiot forever. It's not accounting for learning. It's not accounting for how the more that you surface what you don't know, the faster you learn and the quicker you stop looking like an idiot. And when your brain says, I'm only as good as my last result and gives you emotional whiplash based on the last thing you did, it's assuming that each result lasts forever. A good result means you're a unique genius and a bad result means you're a total fraud. And it's not accounting for random variation based on factors outside your control. Because even the best athletes, the best leaders, the best comedians, the best teachers, the best investors, they don't have a 100% success rate. In some fields, the top, top performers have less than a 50% success rate. Your school years might have trained you to believe that top performers have a 100% success rate. And that was possible in school because so much was in your control. You knew exactly what was going to be on the test. You had plenty of time to study beforehand. You got practice questions and mock exams. When that much is in your control, it's reasonable to expect top performers to have really high scores or success rates. But the real world 
is nothing like that. You don't have all the information beforehand. You don't get perfectly written practice questions and mock exams. And there's no objective grader who's judging you on your performance in a perfect vacuum of an environment. In the real world, tons of stuff is out of your control, which is why even top performers have a seemingly low success rate. It's not that they're bad at what they do. It's that 100% is an unreasonable standard in a world with a lot of uncontrollable factors. So when your brain keeps damning you or sainting you based on the very last thing that you did, it's not taking an aggregate view. It's not judging you based on your overall average, which would be more accurate. And it's not calibrating what that average should be based on how much random variation and factors outside your control exist in your field. Because that average should probably be way lower than 100%, even for a top performer. So why does this cognitive illusion lead you to accidentally create the life that you don't want? Single data points are not infinite trend lines. That's literally just a fact. But when you believe the illusion that single data points are infinite trend lines, you will want to do things really, really well from the beginning and forever. Because you think how you do things at any single point in time is a reflection of who you are and who you're going to be forever. And when you want to do things really, really well from the beginning and forever, first off, you refuse to start small. You insist on starting big and perfect every single time. But big and perfect is unsustainable when you haven't built up strength and momentum from starting small. And so projects don't get done, goals don't get achieved, not because you couldn't do it, because you didn't want to start small. You also end up avoiding learning opportunities. The first step to learning something is surfacing what you don't know. It's revealing the gaps in your knowledge and the holes in your skill set. But if you have to be perfect from the beginning and forever, you can't reveal what you don't know, or it's very, very painful to do so, which means that either you don't learn or that learning is very, very painful but you have to learn new things in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish. You know this. And avoiding or squirming through learning opportunities means that either you won't be able to do the things you want to do or that the journey there will be really painful. And this cognitive illusion makes you hold yourself to painfully impossible standards. Walking around thinking that your success rate should be 100% and beating yourself up when it isn't and treating every single meeting or presentation or result as a high-stakes arena where you have to prove your worth from scratch again. It's a really stressful way to live. You'll either just quit your own journey too soon because you were doing well, you just didn't realize it, or you'll stick with your journey, but the journey will be pretty miserable. And when the goals that you genuinely want to achieve either can't be achieved because you won't start small or because you won't give yourself enough learning opportunities, or you do manage to achieve them, but it's really stressful and painful the whole way there. That's how you end up accidentally creating the life that you don't want. So how do you combat this illusion? First, you need signposts that let you know when you're caught in the illusion. Here are two sure signs that you're turning single data points into infinite trend lines. Signpost number one, are you having boom bust cycles as you try to work towards something? This means you're totally on track, you're going hard, you're doing it all for a few days or a few weeks, and then you're doing nothing and you're saying, screw it for a little while. 
And then you get back on the wagon and you go back to going hard for a few days or a few weeks. And then you go back to being off track again after that, again and again. That's signpost number one. Signpost number two, do you get emotional whiplash based on what's going on today or in the last few days? A few good things happen and you're like, I'm on top of the world. I'm a unique genius that is definitely going to succeed. Then a few bad things happen. And you're like, what am I doing? I can't do this. This is never going to succeed. If you notice that either or both of these things are happening, you are caught in the grip of the turning single data points into infinite trend lines, cognitive illusion. You need to stop trusting your instincts and use external structure to navigate through this. So I have three suggestions for external structure you can use based on what it is that your brain is forgetting to account for. If your brain is forgetting to account for momentum, you need to start small. Make your first step small, even smaller than what you just imagined. If it's small enough that there's a 100% chance that you'll do it. And if your brain is yelling, there is no way that that's gonna be enough to get me to the finish line, then it's small enough. Start there and just start by being consistent with that small 100% doable thing. Don't worry about anything else for now. Give yourself a few weeks of just doing this thing before you step back and evaluate. See where your momentum takes you. If your brain is forgetting to account for learning, then the external structure I want you to use is to make a learning list. Constantly revealing what you don't know can feel like you're always taking losses. So to combat that, use the learning list. Explicitly list out all the things you're learning every time you run into the limits of your own knowledge. Let that list get longer and longer and take the time to step back and say, wow, I've learned a lot. And when you do that, instead of always taking losses, it starts to feel like you're always making gains. And if your brain is forgetting to account for random variations, I want you to anchor to a stable identity. If you tend to get emotional whiplash based on what happened today or in the last few days, here's what's really happening. It's not so much that your emotions are getting whiplashed around by single point in time outcomes. That's actually just the symptom. It's that your identity is getting whiplashed around by single point in time outcomes. That's the real root cause here. You're making a good result mean that you are a good person or a smart person, or a successful person, or a has their shit together and knows what they're doing person. Those are all just different ways of saying the same thing. And you're making a bad result mean that you are a bad person, or a dumb person, a failure, a fraud, a mess, a has no idea what they're doing person. Again, those are just different ways of saying the same thing. Your identity, AKA your own idea of who you are, is very, very important. It is probably the number one most important lever in creating the life that you actually want because your identity is a major organizing principle for your automatic brain. It is a foundational assumption that your brain makes that then ripples outward and affects how you perceive and how you react to everything. And whatever you think you are, you become. When you think you're a dumb person or a failure or a fraud, you act like a dumb person or a failure or a fraud. And then you become a dumb person or a failure or a fraud in your own eyes. The story you tell yourself only gets stronger. So don't let your identity be whiplashed around by the outcome of the day. Anchor to a stable identity. 
that exists outside of these point in time outcomes. Who are you when things are going well and when things are going badly? You can tap into your inner fan to answer that question, which is a concept I talked about earlier and linked above. You can, talk, you can tap into expert mode to answer that question, which is another concept I've talked about earlier and also linked above. Or you can even check out my series, Seven Ways to Maintain Your Identity Through Failure and Setbacks to answer that question, also linked above. But most importantly, work on that question. Who are you when things are going well and when things are going bad? Take your time. Build the answer slowly. Let it bubble up from your subconscious. You don't have to impose it top down. And keep coming back to that question every time your brain tries to turn one outcome into an overarching story about who you are as a person. Now, if you've listened this far, I know that you care deeply about not letting cognitive illusions trick you into living a life that you don't even like. You value clear thinking, good decision-making, and taking a balanced, thoughtful approach to solving the important problems of your life. And you know that all thinking is only as good as its implementation. Theory and analysis and strategy doesn't get you over the finish line. Implementation does. And if you want to guarantee that you actually implement everything you're learning in this series and across all my posts, hire me as your coach. Go to the link above and book a free coaching consult. And if you want a little bit more, if you want to learn a little bit more about what my clients get out of working with me, here's something that one of my clients said. She's the head of business development at a med tech company. And she said, I have more confidence. I advocate for myself a lot more at work. I second guess myself a lot less. I have healthier boundaries with my family because we talked about how to advocate for boundaries and how to have a healthy spin on some of the complicated family dynamics that naturally arise. My husband started noticing the progress I was making and commenting on how different my behavior was and how different my mental state and level of wellness was. And that was super. That was the validation for me that this was absolutely worth it. If even he can see that his partner is doing better. If you want to read more client testimonials, you can go to my website, which I've also linked above. 